ബാധിക്കുമ്പോൾ الى اخر الايات وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن احدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما جئت به او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا رب صل وسلم دائما ابدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم جزا الله عنا نبينا محمدا صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو اهله مس ريسبكتد اونوربل علماء الكرام وفاضل في القران برادرز اندرز السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته فيري بيوتيفولي سيد ان اربيك اذا اردت فهم الحاضر فدرس الماضي if you want to understand the solution to the present moments then you'll have to study history in various places of the quran majid allah subhanahu wa ta'ala discusses the incidents the stories the narratives that which take took place with regards to the people of the past individuals and nations and all of this is lesson for every one of us we can draw so much of lesson a simple surah سورة يوسف الله سبحانه وتعالى classify سورة يوسف as أحسن القصص 
نَحْنُ نَقُسُ عَلَيْكَ أَحْسَنَ الْقَصَصِ But the Quran Sharif is not revealed to give us a timeline of events. It's not a storybook. Rather, the Quran Sharif is a source of hidayat, guidance for every one of us in the Ummah of Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Amongst the many guidelines that we can draw from the Quran Sharif, especially in the present situation that is unfolding in the world, the adverse conditions that is being meted out against the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what they are experiencing. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala draws our attention to the end of the second Jews and para of the Quran, Salim Suratul Baqarah, to an incident that took place after the demise of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wa salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الْمَلَئِ مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مُوسَى Have you not seen? Don't you know? Are you not familiar? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala draws our attention, begs for our concentration. But don't you know this incident of a group of people from Banu Israel مِنْ بَعْدِ مُوسَى after the demise of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wa salam, Banu Israel, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed them with many anbiya in their progeny. Many anbiya alayhi salatu wa salam. In the time of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wa salam was glory for Banu Israel. There was victory. However, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a time had come after Musa alayhi salatu wa salam when there was a degeneration, a drop an increase of vice, sin, guna found in Banu Israel, after which Nubuwat came to a halt in Banu Israel. No Nabi was coming. Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam made an effort on Banu Israel. Those teachings of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam were slowly leaving Banu Israel, after which the degeneration when it set in, Banu Israel were never triumphant, victorious in any of the encounters. Every time they confronted an enemy, it was defeat. They lost. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about something that was known as the taboot. As long as Banu Israel had this taboot with them, this taboot was a source of victory in every encounter. But due to degeneration, vice and evil in Banu Israel, this taboot was lost. What was taboot? Many explanations, but by and large ulama say it was a box, approximately one by one meter or little bit bigger than that, in which the Torah was found and some of the relics of the people of the past, like the staff of Nabi Musa alayhi salatu wasalam and Harun alayhi salam, some of these things were found in that box. As long as Banu Israel had this box, they were always victorious. The moment they lost this box, there was never victory in Banu Israel. Eventually Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed Banu Israel with the Nabi many years later. When this Nabi, Nabi Shamun, Shamwil, difference of opinion alayhi salam, had come to Banu Israel, the people begged of him. They say, please... We need a leader and a, a king to overcome the enemy. We need leadership. If you look in the present crisis and situation, then many, many and very often it is our talk that we say if only we had those leaders, man. They, all of them are surrounding that one country. If all of them stood up, we would have never had an enemy. 
But they sold us. They're not standing for the Muslims. They're not there for the Ummah. But that is the leadership of a country and leadership on a macro level and on a big scale. We ask ourselves, leadership on a micro level, in my home, am I successful with my own children? We worried about leadership of a country. Leadership of my children is the tarbiyat par excellence that I can say my son who's baligh five times daily salah is coming to the masjid. My daughter who's of age, she's wearing niqab according to the sunnah of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa Do I have the deen of Allah to perfection in my life? As a leader, because I am the leader of my flock in my house. But be as it may, they cry to the Nabi. This was their cry. إِذْ قَالُوا لِنَبِيِّ اللَّهُ مُبَعْثْ لَنَا مَلِكًا نُقَاتِلْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ Ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, send a leader. We'll rally behind him. We'll definitely, uh, whatever it takes, walking in the path of Allah, fighting jihad, we'll go behind this Nabi. But we have to overcome the enemy under leadership. We need a leader. So Nabi Shamweel alayhi salam said, this is really a request from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala complies and he sends the solution to your problem, then if you do not abide by the provisos of it and the conditions, then that's going to lead to your own destruction. That would lead to your own destruction. So they said, Wamalana. Why wouldn't it be that we will fight? قَالَ هَلْ عَسَيْتُمْ إِنْ كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الْقِتَالُ أَلَّا تُقَاتِلُوا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala perhaps may just ordain jihad and fighting in the path of Allah that you need to take your souls in your hand and fight in the path of Allah. Are you ready for that? So they said, why not? وَقَدْ أُخْرِجَنَا مِنْ دِيَارِنَا وَأَبْنَائِنَا Sometimes people would say, well, and I see what the people are going through in Gaza, the ability to stand so strong, be so patient. If we in any situation, I think so we would have been like that. That's an emotional response to say, if we were there, we would have been like that. But now am I patient to be like that? So they said, We lost land, we lost blood. There's no reason for us not to take our lives and fight in the path of Allah. No problem, we'll ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let's see when the king comes, whether you would stand strong and tall behind him and fight in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَلَمَّا كُتِبَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقِتَالُ تَوَلَّوْا إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِّنْهُمْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained jihad and said, this is your leader. Your leader is Palut. The enemy is Jalut. Go fight with him against the enemy. So the enemy, I mean the, the king is Palut. Uh, fight with, under the leadership of Palut. They turn their backs against the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Under this, Allama Qurtubi rahimullah says, he says, generally, the reason for turning our backs to the commands of Allah wa ta'ala is when we are steeped into luxuries. Then we cannot come out of comfort zone. We're splashing around with those luxuries. Allah blessed, alhamdulillah, with palatial homes, with good cars, appreciate the bounty, utilize it for the upliftment of the deen. It will be reward for every one of us. But the moment we become too accustomed to luxuries and we cannot sacrifice, 
then is that a bounty or is that a test from Allah? When we cannot sacrifice. Look at the people of Gaza, 100 days more and counting. How many lives have been lost, blood has been spilled. But Alhamdulillah, the reports which people are hearing, or which we are familiar and we know about, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made them so steadfast. Now that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless every one of us with it. But we have to be careful. Let's ask ourselves. Let's not go into the different countries. Ask our own selves. Sometimes ulama are dealing with cases. The son, the father comes and he says, Mulana, please talk to my son. I give him this and I give him that. I'm spoiling him. I'm spoiling him so much. But Mulana, one day the car went for service. He said, Papa... We cannot go in the courtesy car to school. How my, my friends are going to see me with the courtesy car? No. We normally go in the Porsche. I'm not going with this other car. Let's take mommy's car. But not this car, this courtesy car. What the people are going to see? We can't go with a Toyota or a Mazda or whichever other car. Now, are we making the tarbiyat of our children that if push comes to shove, Crunch time. Are they ready to sacrifice? Are they ready to sacrifice? People go for Hajj, Mubarak journey. And other, other people, the person who's a Haji, really, the Haji is, what is he seeking? He's seeking Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala. Nothing is supposed to be distracting him or disturbing him or affecting him. Yet people go for Hajj and come back and they complain. And they see this place was very difficult. That place was hard and the food didn't come on time. Yet you going for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Look at the people of the past, especially the older people back in the days. The nani's house and daddy's house, holiday time was full. The lounge and the dining room and everywhere had full mattresses. Everyone was sleeping down on the floor. Whether it was one bathroom, everyone enjoyed it. Back in the day, the father would have two sons, both married, under one roof. Everyone was so happy. They were sacrificing. There was all smiles and there was unity in that family. Luxuries have come, alhamdulillah. But all of this, has it really transformed us and taken away the ability of sacrifice? And like that, every facility, every uh, amenity, every bounty from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, so Nabi Shamil alayhi salatu wasalam, he told the people, Inna Allah qad ba'atha alaykum, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has sent a king. Let this king now go and fight with him. So they said, this king of here, we must fight under the leadership of Talud. He's an ordinary tanner. How can he be the leader? Leadership should be in someone that has got a financial muscle, he's rich. Someone who's, you know, he's got an influence over people. This man is an ordinary simpleton, a tanner. He's made the, the leader and the king. And we must fight under his leadership, behind him. Call, وَاللَّهُ يُؤْتِي مُلْكَهُ مَنْ يَشَاءُ وَاللَّهُ وَاسِعٌ عَلِيمٌ Four answers Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives. إِنَّ اللَّهَ اسْطَفَاهُ عَلَيْكُمْ Number one, this is the divine selection of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala. You cannot have reservations and objections to the selection of Allah. 
This is Allah's selection. If Allah has ordained it in this manner, you have to accept it. So even if this person, we have to ask ourselves, do we sometimes have reservation if there is someone above me? Hey, how he can be? How he can lead the Taraweeh Salah? My Quran is better than him. My Tajweed is better. But how can he give bayan? I am more qualified than him. But how can he be the CFO when my qualification and stripes are more than his? Do we sometimes also have reservations how he was selected? Whether it's dini, dunyawi. If that is the selection and the taqdeer of Allah, inna Allah astafahu alaykum. Number two, wazadahu baspatan fil ilmi wal jism. Allah has expanded and increased for him. Fil ilmi wal jismi. In knowledge, in dini knowledge and physique. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions knowledge first and then physique. Person can go to the gym, he can do all of his workouts, but if that ilm is not in him, consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be flawed in the, in the battlefield. But to overcome our enemy, as Abu Darda radiallahu anhu, it is mentioned his statement in Bukhari Sharif, that innama tuqatiluna bi'a'malikum, the greatest driving force in your encounters in battle is your amal. You are no stronger than the than your amal. Our strength as an ummah are in it is in our amal. Our strength is in our amal. We have to be making concerted effort on the amal, enhancing the level of amal in our lives. If we need to overcome the enemy, especially in the present situation, Allah protect all of us in South Africa, in our country, in our city, in the entire ummah, Allah protect every one of them. These are really trying tests. These are not easy things that the people of Gaza or Somalia or wherever they may be that are going through. A lot of blood was spilt. And is being spilt. But what's going to give us the strength to stand tall, strong against the enemy? Our amal. When we know if I got my Allah, no one can overcome me. I will be victorious as long as I got my Allah. So eventually Talut goes out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 80,000 of Banu Israel accompany him. The first test of Iman. First test. فَلَمَّا فَصَلَ طَالُوتُ بِالْجُنُودُ قَالْ He says, إِنَّ اللَّهَ نُبْتَلِيكُمْ بِنَهَرُ Listen, it was a long journey. The test is coming. We are going to pass a river. No one's allowed to sip or to drink of that water. Yes, a handful. Allah has given concession for that much. Better nothing at all. Not even a sip of water you should have. From the 80,000 that accompanied Talud, when he crossed the river, he was left with 4,000. 76,000 failed the test. He said, how can we not drink water? I mean, this is source of survival. And how often isn't it that we apply our logic against the deen and the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? But this doesn't make sense, Mulana. How can this be haram? How can this not be permissible? This is the order of the day. I mean, he's making money, but if you look at how things are going, and we want to legalize or halalize, whatever term is being used, against the commands of Allah, we're using our own intelligence. So we can call for leadership, but we will fall very hard on the test of Iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us the tawfiq and that ability that uh, we draw a lesson from these incidents, 
we better ourselves as the ummah of Nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam towards the end then there is a dua that is mentioned rabbana afrigh alaina sabra wa thabbit aqdamana wansurna ala alqaum alkafirin they made dua to Allah fahazamuhum biidhnillah when iman is made then a person will say with the power of Allah we will successful fahazamuhum biidhnillah not with weapons if it was weapons then how many tons have been dropped yet they are still surviving they are still walking around and there is still life in gaza why allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the supreme power allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not superpower the supreme power the highest allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant each one of us tawfiq that we learn quran sharif we learn the hadith mubarakah of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam we take lessons and we strengthen ourselves as the ummah of nabi sallallahu alaihi wasallam wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillah subhanallah الحمد لله الذي خلق الإنسان فأحسن خلقه وترتيبه وأدب نبيه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم فأحسن تأديبه وزكى أوصافه وأخلقه ثم اتخذه صفيه وحبيبه ووفق للإقتداء به من أراد تهذيبه وحرم عن التخلق بأخلقه من أراد تقيبه صلى الله عليه وعلى آله الطيبين الطاهرين وعلى أصحابه الغر الميامين ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ألم تر إلى الملأ من بني إسرائيل من بعد موسى إذ قالوا لنبي لهم ابعث لنا ملكا نقاتل في سبيل الله إلى أن قال تعالى ولما برزوا لجالوت وجنوده قالوا ربنا ربنا أفرغ علينا صبرا وثبت أقدامنا وانصرنا على القوم الكافرين فهزموهم بإذن الله وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما جئت به وقال عليه الصلاة والسلام لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى أكون أحب إليه من والده وولده والناس أجمعين أو كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم يا ربي صل وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم 
Jazallahu anna nabiyyana Muhammadan sallallahu alaihi wasallam bima hu ahlu barakallahu lana wa lakum fil Qur'anil azim wa nafa'ana wa iyyakum bima fihi min al-ayati wa dhikri al-hakim aqulu qawli hadha wa astaghfirullaha li wa lakum wa li sa'iril muslimina fastaghfiruhu innahu huwal ghafurur rahim alhamdulillahi nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nastaghfiruhu wa nu'minu bihi wa natawakkalu alayhi wa na'udhu billahi min shururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمد عبده ورسوله أرسله بالحق بشيرا ونذيرا بين يدي الساعة من يطع الله ورسوله فقد رشد ومن يعص الله ورسوله فإنه لا يضر إلا نفسه ولا يضر الله شيئا أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم إن الله وملائكته يصلون على النبي يا أيها الذين آمنوا صلوا عليه وسلموا تسليما اللهم صل على محمد عبدك ورسولك وصل على المؤمنين والمؤمنات والمسلمين والمسلمات خصوصا على سيدنا أبي بكر وعمر وأثمان وعلي رضوان الله تعالى عليهم وأن كل الصحابة أجمعين قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم الله الله في أصحابي لا تتخذوهم غرضا من بعدي فمن أحبهم فبحب أحبهم ومن أبغضهم فببغضي أبغضهم وخير الناس قدني ثم الذين يلونهم ثم الذين يلونهم اللهم وفقنا لما تحب وترضى واجعل آخرتنا خيرا من الأولى اللهم انسر الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم اغفر لأمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم ما تقدم من ذنبها وما تأخر وما أسرت وما أعلنت عباد الله رحمكم الله قال الله تعالى إن الله يأمر بالعدل والإحسان وإيتاء ذي القربى وينهى عن الفحشاء والمنكر والبغي يعذكم لعلكم تذكرون وقال تعالى فاذكروني أذكركم مشكروا لي ولا تكفرون الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين اهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين سبح اسم ربك الأعلى الذي خلق فسوى والذي قدر فهدى والذي أخرج المرعى فجعله غثاء أحوى سنقرئك فلا تنسى إلا ما شاء الله إنه يعلم الجهر وما يخفى ونيسرك لليسرى فذكر إن نفعت الذكرى 
سيذكر من يخشى ويتجنبها الأشقى الذي يصلى النار الكبرى ثم لا يموت فيها ولا يحيا قد أفلح من تزكى وذكر اسم ربه فصلى بل تؤثرون الحياة الدنيا والآخرة خير وأبقى إن هذا لفي السحف الأولى سحف إبراهيم وموسى الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الحمد لله رب العالمين الرحمن الرحيم مالك يوم الدين إياك نعبد وإياك نستعين إهدنا الصراط المستقيم صراط الذين أنعمت عليهم غير المغضوب عليهم ولا الضالين ألم نشرح لك صدرك ووضعنا عنك وزرك الذي أنقض ظهرك ورفعنا لك ذكرك فإن مع العسر يسرا إن مع العسر يسرا فإذا فرغت فانصب وإلى ربك فارغب الله أكبر سمع الله لمن حمده الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر السلام عليكم ورحمة الله السلام عليكم ورحمة الله اللهم أنت السلام ومنك السلام تبارك يا ذا الجلال والإكرام اللهم لك الحمد كما أنت أهله فصلي وسلم على محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم كما أنت أهله وفعن بنا ما أنت أهله فإنك أهل التقوى وأهل المخيرة جزا الله عنا نبينا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم بما هو أهله يا رب صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم اللهم اغفر لأمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم انسر أمة حبيبك سيدنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم كن لنا واجعلنا لك اللهم كن لنا واجعلنا لك اللهم ألهمنا مراشد أمورنا وعئذنا من شرور أنفسنا ربنا توفنا مسلمين والحقنا بالصالحين غير خزايا ولا ندام ولا مفتونين وصل لهما وسلم على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين برحمتك يا رب